You're listening to The Fearless Hustle Collective, a podcast for creative female entrepreneurs and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. I'm your host and business mindset coach, Anna Dunleavy, and we'll explore topics on self-doubt, following your intuition, and why self-limiting beliefs might be holding you back. Hello and welcome back to episode 65. Today's guest is Jane from The Crystallized and I first met Jane when she came to one of the monthly meetups that I hold in Nottingham around six months ago and we've kept in touch ever since. Jane is a Reiki practitioner, she is a sound healer, she is also really big on crystals in general and I spoke to Jane about her journey from teaching and marketing into starting her own business. We also spoke about connecting with your intuition and how crystals can help us to do that. And we also talked about the power of Reiki and Jane explained what it is exactly for those who perhaps don't know. Just before we go into the interview, I wanted to quickly tell you about a super exciting program that I'll be running called Abundantly You. It's being launched this week and we are starting next Thursday the 16th of July. So the launch period is super short, hence why I'm only telling you now. And actually Jane, who you'll be hearing from any minute now, will be joining me in the program. She'll be running a meditation session and I'm so excited to have her as part of the program. So Abundantly You is a four week program helping you to hit a bit of a reset button in your business. If you feel like you're not entirely sure which direction you're going in, perhaps you're not entirely sure how you want your business to look going forward, this is the perfect program to help you really unpack that. So we're going to be looking at the big picture vision how you want your business to look, maybe the you know dreams that you haven't quite formulated yet, and the values that underpin your business as the kind of foundation for your business. And we'll also be looking at rituals and routines that you can implement to really work on your mindset and create a really supportive space for you to thrive, for you and your business to thrive. So if this sounds like something that you might be interested in, I'll pop the link in the show notes. You can also find more information on my Instagram as well as on my website. So do let me know if you have any questions. Without further ado, here's Jane. Hi Jane, thank you so much for joining me. Hi Anna, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks, I'm good. Um, Good. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what it is that you do for those who perhaps don't know you. Of course, thank you. So I'm a holistic therapist, which I know is quite a broad um, description, uh, but primarily I work with people and their auras. So we've all heard of our energy systems and meridians, but I work with people, mainly women actually, looking to connect to their true selves. So a lot of the time, you know, people can feel energetically, mentally, that there's some kind of a block or just generally wanting to come and just feel a lot better and I will work individually um, with women to kind of rebalance and energize their subtle energy systems and I use therapies such as Reiki, crystal healing and um, a new side of it is 
crystal therapy, crystal healing um, through sound. So sound bowls, which work on a vibrational level with the energy system and fit in really nicely with the other modalities that I use at the moment. And I also recently have started an event, a new moon ritual for women uh, looking to, again, realign energetically, but also to set intentions each month um, for personal growth. That's a new thing that I'm working on at the moment. Yeah, and it's something that I've been a part of since it started. Yeah. And it's been it's been really lovely. It's a really nice way to not only just spend an evening, but actually just reconnect with myself mm. and and have that downtime as well, just to kind of really yeah, that dedicated time just for myself. It's been yeah. Yeah, Oh, I'm so glad you've been enjoying them. That's fantastic. Yeah, but I'm curious if you perhaps could tell us a little bit about how your business first started and and what's Mm. been that journey from maybe leaving school and and to where you are now. Yeah, of course. Um, Yeah, and I think it is an interesting one, isn't it? Because I do, I think for a long time, I was sort of thinking, you know, what is it? I've, I've always been soul searching and I've always known that there is something in me that I need to serve because serving for me is so has always been really really important and I left school and uh, went to university and studied philosophy so I've always been very curious about the world and curious about big issues and you know a lot of philosophy is very spiritual I actually nearly did theology because just really interested in you know religions and ethics and and those kinds of things but settled with philosophy which I absolutely loved Um, and after uni went into PR and marketing actually and worked with with some really big clients and Sony it was an agency that I worked for uh, Sony for example Alliance and Leicester and had this calling again really that I, I needed to serve and that you know it it wasn't filling me up in the way that I needed it to and and sort of pivoted and shifted into teaching so I went into become a primary school teacher so this was nearly 15 years ago because I am now 40 41 in fact so yeah so each time I've kind of been searching for for what it is I wanted to do and yeah teaching for me I've absolutely loved and uh consistently throughout my life the kind of the theme has always been meditation and turning inwards because I've always been part of the Buddhist center ever since my sort of early 20s so that's kind of real hardcore meditation you know an hour and a half but lots of uh, Buddhist ideologies and stories and 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 that for me has just been a a wonderful introduction to my uh, meditation so about five years ago teaching I really could see that mental health within schools was something that was being quite seriously overlooked so I through my own personal interest had followed a course in mindfulness which is a slightly different modality to you know the the meditation I was used to and over the last five years really it has just within my working with schools it's transformed my job really where I've kind of moved away more from the teaching side of things and more into the mindfulness teaching and the well-being side of things so I still work in education settings just um, a day a week delivering mindfulness to children and to adults so to parents and to teachers and staff but through this process of meditation for me it's just awoken something very deeply spiritual within me so a spiritual awakening if you like so over the last five years 
I've just followed the mantra of follow what lights me up what what does my what what do I do when my heart sings what is it that I'm doing and through following that is where I've kind of fallen not fallen but chosen to walk uh, to walk the kind of mindfulness path and from that really I don't even know how it happened some people would call it guidance but I'm just yeah very strongly was guided to learn Reiki it was one of those things where you know you see something on Instagram and you're like oh that, that looks interesting anyway and you move on to something else or you might be walking down the street and you see the word Reiki and you, it really sings to you so I started to really tune into that and realized I was probably being guided to um to learn Reiki so that was about three years ago now and what followed that was crystal therapy so I learned further about crystals and more recently it was the sound bowls so again it was just following that intuitive hit Um, and I've been working with friends and family quite intuitively and probably quite annoyingly to them (laughs) you know I'll sort of say you sound like you could do with a little bit of a realignment or are you feeling a bit run down why don't you come and have a session um, but actually it's been so well received and friends have then referred me to other people and it's kind of just evolved which I think you find when you're on the right path things happen and just doors open and people come into your life um, you know that that are you know helping you on that path and that's definitely happened you know teachers have kind of found me and yeah it's just been really incredible and the people I've met through this journey as well um yourself included Anna have been you know really affirming that I am on the right path and this is what really sings to me because I do think you need to say to yourself what you know you have to have some direction of where you want to go and living a life where you're you're doing something you love you know that is there's nothing better than that so I feel really grateful that I'm able to offer my services I mean I obviously only just started offering out my services about six months ago to the wider public I kind of came out (laughs) to everybody that you know through working with friends and family I've been a reiki healer a crystal healer and lots of energy healing with them but to actually open that out for me was quite a step I know that I met met you around that sort of time so stepping out to kind of say right okay I'm ready for the the outside world and then obviously the lockdown happened but the the wonderful thing about a lot of the energy modalities we're able to do those on a distance basis so I'm still able to help people so yes that's kind of where I've got to really yeah it sounds like a really interesting journey and how I love how you describe being really feeling like you were being guided to follow this path and and I guess like you say I think as soon as we begin to follow that kind of thread of what actually what do I enjoy what lights me up it's that is the right path and you may not always know where that's going to lead because I think that's kind of some of sometimes the tricky part where you really want to know well what is the destination but actually we don't always know and until we've kind of taken a few steps it's not going to necessarily be very clear Um, yeah you're absolutely right Yeah. yeah and I suppose that there is a lot of trust in that that you have to place to to follow through with that absolutely and I think that's been one of the biggest 
learning points for me really not knowing what the end goal is you know because I think in society we always think well where is this heading and what what do I want it to look like and as current situations have proven we never know what is around the corner so you have to just take every day almost but as it as it comes follow your instincts and trust that you're on the right path really and you mentioned you used the words coming out when mm-hmm. you kind of revealed that you you were going to do this as a business and this is what you did to kind of that wider audience I suppose because obviously you know close friends and family perhaps knew but it's one of those things that a lot of the time when I speak to kind of coaching clients you know the things that stop us from maybe taking that next step is worrying about what other people might think and perhaps people like old school friends that we've not even spoken to in a long time and we wonder what they're going to say so how was that coming out for you in that sense and was it was it something that you kind of struggled with or was it something that you just knew you had to do yeah I I kind of was a bit drip drippy with it because it's kind of mindfulness and meditation um has always been part of my life it was quite interesting actually when I sort of just casually mentioned to people oh you know I'm, I'm training on this and I'm I'm going to be offering that and why don't you come and try try something out loads of people just said to me oh that suits you that is perfect isn't it mm-hmm. that is so so good and that was really reaffir- reaffirming mm-hmm. really and like you're saying you know people that you've not seen for a long time I think it's almost you know I've kind of got to that point in my life where I think actually you know what I'm quite selective as to who I have in my life if you if you like you know in terms of energy protection you sort of suddenly get to this point I think where you go actually you know what I don't really care (laughs) I don't really care anymore and you know there's just such a wonderful community of people who are like-minded and you know just so supportive and get it as well and I think Mm -hmm. that's what's been so incredible definitely in the kind of spiritual side of things because you know I think so many of us are spiritual and feel like it's something almost embarrassing or something that's a bit weird or it might be you know misunderstood but I think as soon as you start talking openly about yeah this is me this is my truth this is what makes me happy I think I think people go oh yeah yeah that that totally makes sense and I think that judgment is possibly more on ourselves and I think it's these Mm -hmm. stories isn't it we tell ourselves that you know oh my goodness this might happen and that might happen most of the time most people are really supportive really encouraging and yeah it's it's been it's really really empowering actually And, and it's it's not easy though I think it's definitely not easy like you say stepping into who you truly are and what what you love and and maybe if it's not very conventional and also I think when we're showing part of ourselves and especially for me I'm quite introverted I'm very private you know just putting a little bit out there this is really me it's fear it's terrifying Mm -hmm. isn't it you know it's full of fear um but I think it's almost like a little bit of a um, snowball once you do it a little bit you go oh it's just such a release and I think that is part of our own healing journey as well so healing ourselves by by putting ourselves out there a little bit more and maybe that's the path of you know encouraging more flow and encouraging more intuition and I think the more you follow that the the more comes your way it's like a flow isn't it yeah I wonder how does Reiki play into this for you 
and perhaps for those who don't actually aren't familiar with it because I think I I wasn't really sure what it was I'd heard of it but I wasn't really sure what it was for quite some time so I wonder whether you could explain what that is and how that how, how you work with with that modality course yeah I do think Reiki is like that I I was exactly the same you know my mum used to have Reiki and I knew people who had Reiki and it's one of those words it's really familiar but then when you dive under the surface you're you're like I don't it's energy healing (laughs) that's it but primarily we're we're alive because of our life force and it's flowing through us and flowing through our physical body through pathways called chakras so I think people have heard of chakras so chakras have been recorded and and talked about a lot sort of throughout history so life force nourishes the organs and the cells of the body and supporting them in their vital functions so when the flow of life force is disrupted it can cause blockages or stagnancy and what happens is whether we're consciously aware of our Um, energy flow or subconsciously Um, it can affect the different thoughts we have about ourselves so we have within our aura we have different layers of the aura we have the physical layer we have the emotional layer the mental layer the ethereal layer the all the different layers of the aura and if there is an imbalance within the chakra points it can directly affect your physical health your mental health so by using reiki we're able to strengthen the chakra points so when i work with a client i will do a scan of the whole body this is distance as well as in person and i will scan through the chakras and just notice because the the healthy way that we when we're in flow all of our chakras are equally energized so there's not one energy that's a chakra point that's over energized they should all be really equal for the natural healthy flow of life but you know what we all get out of sync we all get out of balance and lots of reasons for this you know there can be something that happens um, externally or even something you hear that can somehow force the the forces out of alignment so it is a an energy force so yeah so i just work with people to through using it's a I don't use my, I don't actually touch the body. I have been attuned to Reiki and I, I use my hands for to, um, it's like tuning in if you like, it's like Wi-Fi. So you connect to the Wi-Fi. So I actually don't create the Reiki. The Reiki is around us and the life force energy is all around us. But through being attuned to Reiki, you are able to interact with and focus the Reiki energy and direct the Reiki energy to where I need it to go. So I can get rid of stagnancy or blockages and I can also put energy in so it's basically life force energy so it's the universal life force it's what's in stars it's what you know makes the world go round it's the force of nature it's mother earth it's father sky as we call it and it's just balancing those energies it's a really healing light force and as I'm doing it my hands and even talking about it actually my hands get really hot so this is a sign that the Reiki energy is flowing. So yeah, so it's a it's a really wonderful modality, um, and yeah, it's it's just the the benefits are just unbelievable. Actually, the things that I've experienced personally, but also with 
my clients so any referrals and any anybody else that I've worked with really it's incredible so even some of the distance treatments I've done I was working with somebody I went oh your knees feel really cold and they were like really and then the next day they said they woke up and their knees were really hot so yeah it's bizarre how it works but it is truly amazing really tapping into this energy it's an interesting one because I think for anyone who isn't woo inclined yeah I feel like that potentially is a little bit of a not a stumbling block but I think perhaps it takes a little while to come around to it because yes. uh, and I certainly felt that way myself with all of these kinds of things that I've now mm. you know really kind of come on board with yeah and particularly coming from a, a background or perhaps you know in the past I I was never that way inclined at all mm. so I think it mm. took me a while to kind of really open myself up to it so I wonder Definitely. whether that's something that you come across and, and people who perhaps aren't too familiar with it sure I mean my husband is a perfect example of this so <laughs> I'm really into I'm I'm so woo-woo it's untrue but I am also somebody who is very much about you know results if you see results and something's benefiting somebody it's that's the kind of all the evidence that you need kind of thing but my husband is so he's an earth sign he's very stable he's a Capricorn you know he's very much your archetypal Mr I'm not into anything any of this funny business kind of thing I'm an Aquarius I'm very different I'm much more into the unconventional so for me it's not a massive leap of faith but it's been really fascinating my husband's reaction to everything you know initially he's like I don't get it I really don't understand it and he almost doesn't want to know that bit he's just Mm -hmm. like well just just do Reiki on me and it feels really good and I feel great (laughs) but he's really come round to it and I think science as well is now supporting all of these things that we've known for thousands of years so there is actually a camera that can take photographs of the reiki energy as it flows so it has actually been scientifically proven and reiki is being used a lot more in hospitals now and hospices because of the therapeutic benefits so i think as soon as this starts to be science behind it you know the more traditional sectors will take it on board and I know that within the NHS it's becoming a massive part of healing um and yeah I just think like even the crystal therapy there is scientific backing now so as we evolve scientifically we're able to prove these things and again it's back to that trust isn't it I think you know intuitively if you know that that has benefited you but you can't your logical mind can't make sense of it it is a a difficult one and you know I I totally appreciate that and get that um I think you know if you're slightly curious about it I think the best thing to do is just give it give it a try um and you know you can always say no it's not for me or you can it's everybody's got their own choice haven't they and uh it's about yeah inquiring what works for you and there are so many things out there therapeutically we've all got our own preferences um but no definitely definitely come across people that think oh I don't really get it um so I've had a few inquiries recently like I'm really interested but I just don't know Mm -hmm. um so yeah I totally totally get it because it's our it's our ego isn't it it's our logical brain which wants facts and it wants hard proof Whereas, you know, it's that back into your intuition and we are all part of nature. And I do think that, you know, we're alive, we were alive and before we were even talking or communicating. So that's our natural primal way of being, that feeling part of ourselves, isn't it? 
Um, yeah, I think it goes back to what we were saying in terms of really kind of following that thread of curiosity. And like you say, obviously, if something interests you, but you can't quite make sense of it yet, um, yeah. don't discard it straight away. Perhaps kind of, you know, inquire a little bit more and, and yeah. look into it a bit more. But I wanted to move on to the topic of crystals. And I know it's oh. something that is becoming a lot more mainstream at the moment um, and it's certainly something that people are picking up more and more and I know that it's been kind of a huge part of your life for quite some time so I wanted to find out how crystals have kind of come into your life and and how do you use them to support your well-being I guess. Absolutely my favorite topic it really is my favorite topic for so many years ever since I was a little girl I went on holiday I think I went to Norfolk or somewhere um, and there was a crystal shop and every single holiday it was I think all children love crystals but oh my gosh every holiday can we go to the crystal shop can we go to the crystal shop it saved my pocket money up and yeah I, I've still got the one piece of rose quartz that I bought back when I was younger oh, wow. um, and it's yeah every wherever I went you know university my own house my own you know whatever it's always followed me and it's, it's a piece of rose quartz I think rose quartz particularly is a wonderful thing to start with because your energy the energies are so soft and lovely so yes I think as children we don't question these things you know kids collect stones stones are part of nature you know crystals take thousands of years to form so you know these things don't only look beautiful but they hold the recording devices I like to think you know they harness mother earth's messages if you like they harness mother earth's story and the energies over that those thousands of years you know they do take such a long time to be, be kind of, to come into creation so basically crystals energetically interact with our energy field and scientists have recently been finding evidence that they emit now i'm not very technical it's piezoelectrical charge so scientists have actually been proving that all these things that we've always known are true. There is a piezoelectrical charge, so a vibration that is emitted from every single crystal, which is incredible and uh, just goes again to affirm what we've always known. Um, so crystals, I've always just used them, just loved them. I've always had jewellery that I've had crystals in. And something I noticed the other day, which was unbelievable, I looked back on a couple of photographs from from a while ago and I was like oh that was a really good time of my life and I looked on the photo and I had a, a Labradorite ring and I'm absolutely sure that that is a little part of you know I was up until that point I wasn't aware of how much crystals had been part of my life you know it was only through looking through a few photographs and rem reminding myself I've always been there um so yeah so basically I've been using crystals sort of personally subconsciously if you like just having them part of my life because they feel good um, they've always I've always had altars and always created little sacred spaces um, for meditation and they've always been a part of that and naturally I've always used them you know for gratitude so in the evenings I'll you know when I'm when I'm very good at my rituals I'll, I'll hold a piece of selenite for example and just say what I'm grateful for and it's just kind of evolved naturally and I do think that is the best way to interact with crystals is working from your own place and what feels right for you because we all interact 
slightly differently with crystals and there are crystals that are more in frequency with you because we all have our own unique vibration so the crystals will vibrate and interact with our chakra points so the colors interact and also the, their unique vibrations so yeah so i use them with clients you know they, they might have might come to me saying i've got a really sore back and actually when i track back and work with the energy so i tend to use reiki alongside the crystal therapy sometimes you can find that there's a damaged layer within the aura so maybe the mental layer has been affected and that is then therefore giving them maybe a bit of back pain so through healing the aura through using the crystals um, because their frequency is aligned with the chakras they emit a frequency which um, is held within the aura so it's it's their vibration really interacting with your vibration so you may have a, a bit of uh, energy blockage and this can lead to you maybe feeling low in energy or maybe emotionally you might be feeling a bit stuck and it's incredible because crystals interact with our thinking brain so how we think can be affected by our energy level layers you know if there's a slight blockage we might have repeated thoughts or mantras that we tell ourselves and actually through realigning the aura and something that I do when I work with people is it's really powerful actually so we'll look at the different layers of the aura and we'll choose crystals that align with each part of the aura and using the Reiki energy I'm able to sort of it's really interesting so I'll say to the client where do you feel this energy and they'll point to which part of their body and it usually is where the crystal that is aligned with that that chakra point so it's incredible what you can do with the crystals on a kind of therapeutic basis but in terms of day-to-day -day life go with what you love go with what what makes you happy I mean crystals are so beautiful um, I would just say just be aware of you know where you do source your crystals from because there is um, it's almost like the new diamond thing um, you know there's a lot of misuse of powers and um not to go into that too much but just being aware that you get it from a really sustainable source really because these are mother earth's treasures really we don't want to harm her in the process of, of getting them but um, but yeah no i think crystals can be just wonderful beautiful things that make us feel good but equally they have um, huge therapeutic benefits and you will find that the crystal that you're drawn to usually is the crystal that you that you need in your life at that moment so I do things with crystals I do crystal readings as well which is something that I've not done for a while which um, I might start doing again where you can use them almost like tarot cards so people will choose the crystals so I've got rather a lot of crystals if any of you've um, seen on my Instagram I've got a, a huge I am a little bit OCD as well so I do like to keep them in their house and keep them all all in the right place um so yeah you choose a crystal and it's it's fascinating so there's so much you can do with crystals i will stop talking about crystals now because i think um <laughs> i've talked about them quite a lot as you can see it is my favorite subject <laughs> it is and it really comes through and particularly in obviously your knowledge um of crystals comes through in the urban magic new moon kind of events that you've been oh running. that's good um oh, it's brilliant. been it's been lovely to to kind of find out more as someone who hasn't really you know had a chance to learn about it really yeah in, in other I, ways it is yeah. great and i think that you know people sort of just go oh yeah crystals but there there is a huge um 
yeah there's just so many different ways that they can support you and I know that at Urban Magic we talk about each season and the the astrological sign because there's huge links between the crystals and how they can help you at certain points of the lunar cycle so yeah I'm really pleased that's that's a, that's a benefit to you Anna that's great and so I wanted to ask you about really tuning into your intuition because I know that that's something that you talk about and use through your work and I wondered whether you had any thoughts on the fact that I think a lot of us are feel disconnected from it somehow and how can we really harness that power? Yeah I think yeah you're absolutely right I think intuition for me is everything so everything that I work with now has to be an intuitive thing I mean I think as soon as you start to decide to use your intuition that in itself is the biggest decision you can make you know it almost sends yourself a little message but I yeah I think a lot of us are disconnected from our intuition and I think that comes from you know it's that kind of societal pressure of you know we've got to work really hard we've got to keep pushing we've got to you know we're almost taught to mistrust our intuition right you've got a deadline you've got to push on through mm-hmm. um, we need to you need to do this you need to do that you know there's so many things that we have to do where we do have to put our intuition to one side things like difficult conversations for example at work or you know whatever it is that you're doing you have to mistrust your intuition sometimes now i think that yeah I think we we do I think intuition is so key to everything that we do and I think as soon as you start to say actually you know what I'm going to listen a little bit more to my intuition it's about getting in touch with your inner world but also your physical body and definitely mindfulness and meditation for me has really helped me to understand how I'm feeling so Mm -hmm. you know so often I didn't realize in my sort of 20s and even into my 30s I spent a lot of time very anxious I spent a lot of time anxious you know and being quite introverted and private you know I always felt that I had to be this ex extroverted person this party girl and you know because I ultimately want people to feel happy in my company you know I hate people to feel sad you know sad or you know that I might be being funny with them or whatever so I've always overcompensated if you like but that's always drained my energy um, because I'm always making people feel good and I think you know just tuning in more through meditation I've actually realized you know this isn't good for me I'm in a bit of a habit here where Mm -hmm. I'm you know getting rid of my I'm giving my power away I'm giving my energy away to other people um too much um so I think tuning into your own intuition and getting used to how you feel and noticing how you feel and recognizing when you're out of alignment is the first step so a lot of meditation just not necessarily even guided meditations but just time with nothing you know time with stillness turning inwards you know at the moment this is the perfect time to be doing that you know just having a bit of quietness and a bit of still noticing what comes up and recognizing it and not turning away from it you know because for me when I uh, about 10 years ago it didn't sit with my personality of what I thought I was you know I'm anxious around people what's that about you can't be and then as soon as I started to actually go yeah you are quite anxious that's okay and you know just exploring that a little bit more you tuning into your truth and turning in you know turning towards you know your your soul and your your spark your divine spark so 
by tuning in and understanding yourself a little bit more, you can start to get to know when you get a feeling, when when you get that feeling of, oh yeah, that's that's a yes, or I've met this person and I'm not getting good vibes. You know, I always mm-hmm. talk about vibes as well. I think that's a big thing. Buying a house. We we went to look at a house um before we bought the one that we're in now. And um you just get the vibes. I was like, no you know mm-hmm. on, on, the, mm-hmm. on, the, on the surface it was a lovely house but no the vibes are not right my husband obviously being very earthline, <laughs> very practical he's just like I don't get it I love that house you are mental but actually you've got to really trust that vibe you know I think we found out that that house had something wrong with it in the end it was anyway oh wow um, yeah yeah mm. and I think you know as soon as you start to have those intuitive hits if you go all right okay that's a yes so you meet somebody and you're like I love their energy they're so nice I really want to hang out with them trust that you know yeah. they'll be right for you there's a reason that they're in your life and I, I do genuinely believe there are no accidents you know people come into your life you attract what you need in, in at, at that time you know so I definitely think that trusting your intuition is the first step so tuning into yourself tuning into how you feel when you're out of alignment tuning in to how you feel when you're feeling joy or pleasure it's just about really connecting going inwards understanding yourself and yeah when you get that intuitive hit trust it and go with it and you'll be amazed you will mm. be amazed yeah I love it. it's it's really about cultivating that self-awareness really and like you say mm. spotting the little feelings and signs and and things that kind of, mm. if we look a little bit deeper, they really do show us a lot and teach us a lot. But I love what you said about that you attract what you need. I, mm. I love that thought that actually the people and the things that come into your life are the things that you might kind of need at that moment. Absolutely. I do genuinely believe that. And I think, you know, if we live in a, in a in our mind, in our ego, that doesn't make any sense. But I think we've all had experiences where the right person showed up at the right time. And, you know, that is potentially like it's something that your energy needs, something that your life needs. And I think it's, yeah, if we look at our life, not just as, um, you know, attainment and, you know, about results, it's about actually feelings and energies that we need. And yeah, and sometimes even knowledge that we need. I don't know if I've definitely had situations where I've been in a cafe, for example, and someone's gone, actually this happened yesterday I went to the garden center for the first time and we've got a wisteria and it never flowers and we've I've always wondered why and this guy just came up to me randomly and said you know wisterias need to get to 18 foot before they flower this one over here though Mm -hmm. doesn't and I just I was like stunned I thought I've been asking that question I don't Mm -hmm. know why my husband and I have been talking about it and he just randomly came and told us so yeah it's just being eyes open and being yeah willing to receive guidance I guess yeah so tell us a little bit about how urban magic came about and what uh, what it involves thank you yeah sure another favorite subject (laughs) so yeah so obviously um as the lockdown hit I was uh, really excited about opening up my, my home studio so I've got a studio in the garden covered in plants crystals you know incense is just like heaven and it, I was ready to open the doors to welcome you know people that I didn't know new 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 clients if you like and yeah so I had a lot of time to kind of because it's difficult isn't it when you're swayed off course you're like hang on this is what I was expecting to do so um yeah so I spent a lot of time just kind of connecting back in and well 
I don't really have any words for how it came about other than it just happened. The name came to me. The the I I think it was responding to the the feeling that I was tuning into, which was a lot to do with collective. You know, we all need community and definitely on a spiritual path if you're it can be a bit lonely you know and it can be something that we can't always talk to people that are maybe our closest friends you know it's not it's not an easy thing I guess because some people have set ideas and you know you don't want to also become an evangelist you don't want to be trying to turn people to your way of thinking or you know so really it can be a bit of a lonely experience but also I just feel that there's so much joy and I've loved the moon. The moon has always been so um, such a massive part of me. I'm a rising cancer and cancerians allegedly are very moon focused, which I didn't know until recently, but it makes a lot of sense. So the whole of my life, really, I've been manifesting not without realising. And you know, I was born on a full moon as well, my mum tells me, which explains a lot. So I've just always been really in tune with the moon and always done my own rituals. and over the last five years I guess I've just seen such massive results from manifesting with the moon and really setting out those intentions each month for me has just given me a kind of real inner guidance system and also a really great way to anchor in and see what I've achieved that month you know what have I achieved what what, where am I heading and in terms of personal growth been truly amazing and super empowering to be able to say do you know what this month I'm really going to work on how I speak to myself I'm really going to work on you know I can be really critical of myself I'm just going to notice that so these little tiny things that we've been that you do each month just add to your trajectory if you like you know on that spiritual journey on that kind of ascension as a human I've just found it so powerful so yeah so I felt that need to share it I suppose I just felt that it was the right time to it's something that I've always wanted to do and and deep down it's definitely been um, uh, uh, within me and I think when you look at my path you know from PR marketing to teaching which is all about holding groups together and working with different personalities it's almost you know like they say that your soul path is uh, and your your calling really brings into um all of the experiences that you've had and I definitely do feel that with with the urban magic so so yeah so and yeah just really felt that you know people particularly women to come together to honor their own spirituality and their own personal growth it was the perfect time to do it so yeah so I opened it out to people and it's just been incredible how we can all gather to enjoy the the new moon energies but also to heal together that's been really powerful and potent to join together collectively and also with women compassionate you know women that you know that that are very soul aligned and women that are curious and women that are open-minded it's just been just such a dream come true really and I think the first time it came, popped into my head was at a new moon it was the new moon prior to the the first ever urban magic so we've just done the hmm. second one and yeah it popped into my head and I was like oh my gosh that would just be amazing and again it's that feeling I had that mm-hmm. feeling and I wrote down my intention which was to sort of share my my truth with others and then put that out to the universe and and so it so it happened and it's just been yeah wonderful truly feel that 
helping lots of people but also it's just such fun to do each month and uh, yeah just it's just wonderful it's definitely been just yeah a, a lovely lovely way to set intentions for the new moon and I wonder obviously people can join online so so anyone really wherever you're listening uh, that they're able to connect and join as well yeah absolutely it's for anybody really who is a little bit curious about about the moon energies in astrology in healing in reiki in meditation anything like that really yeah it's just been great and i'm so glad that you're part of it as well anna (laughs) thank you so if there is one tip that you could give your younger self what would it be this is a really good question actually and i think it goes back to when i was talking about you know realizing i've been extremely anxious a lot of my life um you know running on adrenaline all the time i'd love to go and say to that younger me you are just perfect as you are you are perfect it's okay to be you just be you you know Mm. don't you don't have to be different you don't have to you know fall into anybody else's story just be you I think that that would be definitely what I would say yeah powerful words thank you so where can people find you yeah I'm on Instagram primarily the underscore crystallized and yeah so I've got a website as well which is also the um, hyphen crystallized.co.uk but um but yeah so yeah I'd love uh, love anybody to come and see what I'm up to (laughs) I'll uh, I'll make sure I'll pop the links in the show notes as well as the link for the urban magic so that there'll be more to come I'm sure so uh, I'll pop those in the show notes as well thank you so much for your time oh thank you I loved it loved sharing that with you and the, the wonderful questions thank you thank you so much for tuning in as always I'd be so so grateful if you could leave a review on iTunes so that other female creatives can find this podcast too 